Disgusting! Disgusting! Oh, hi! Welcome to Dating My Mates, the podcast with me, Trini E. Lawrence, a podcast where I fire my arsenal of questions, usually reserved for poor, unwitting dates, at one of my mates. And this week, I've got Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Kat. How's it going? Good. How are you? Yes, very good, thank you. It's snowing outside, so I can't complain. Is it actually? Yeah. Coming down now. It's not settling, but it's it's coming down. That I think that's such a I'm getting older thing. Is like <laughs> when I refer to the snow now, I'm like, yeah, it's not settling, not settled, <laughs> or oh, it's settling. Like who? When does that start to become a thing that we say? Well, I do you know. I think living with steps brogs that I do now, every time mm. there is a snowflake falling from the sky, one of them is like, it's snowing. It's like this great big. <laughs> well, thing I guess that we have yeah, because when you're at school <laughs> as well, it's like, is it going to be a snow day? Yeah, and I'd be like excited for it to settle, but I wouldn't say, oh, is it settled? <laughs> I'd just be like, is there loads of snow? Yeah, do I get to go home now? <laughs> yeah, can I go home and sledge? And by that I mean go inside and watch shit telly. Yeah, but we're you know that's all we're doing now. So really, snow is material. Yeah. Actually, I... as I'm saying that, she is outside in the in the small blizzard in the garden. I can see her walking around in one of those. You know, uh-huh. hoodies. They're like giant hoodie type things that cover like almost your whole body. We got them some for Christmas, and she's out there in that in the snow. <laughs> Bless her little cottons. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I um, I always forget that snow's wet. <laughs> you do, don't you? Because you just think yeah. about it being fluffy. And... Like fluffy and powdery. I forget yeah. it's wet and it's cold. And yeah. I get out in it and I'm like, oh. Oh, this is horrible. I just want to go yeah. home and be warm and dry. See, that's yeah. another old person thing there. So, oh, God. oh God. Yeah. <laughs> We're only 32. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like this year has aged everybody, but I certainly am feeling the effects of that. <laughs> Just like how little progress seems to have been made. Not to get too political about it, but at least there's a vaccine. Oh, I just mean in my life. There's been no progress made in my own life. That's why I keep slipping into existential dread every moment (laughs) of the day. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's bleak. I'm just a miserable cow. Like, I'm just horrible now. Like, we get to the point where, um, because obviously I do not have children of my own, but my lovely partner Lee has two daughters and they are... (laughs) they're quite a good mirror for my behavior sometimes right but but one of the things they quite often say which is probably problematic is they say oh can't you just get drunk you're so fun when you're drunk Uh, and then other times they say have you got a hangover oh yeah of course you have it's a day of the week of course you've got a hangover and they say that I'm nicer and more functional with a hangover than when I'm just my normal self that's because you're more quiet (laughs) probably I think it's I mean, just because I can't be bothered to have a fight with them. I'm just we're like, laughing, whatever, do what you want. But it, it is half one and you have got a tinny. True, yeah, that I have had on the go since about half an hour ago. <laughs> it's five <laughs> o'clock somewhere. <laughs> there have been times throughout the year where I've been like, hmm, this is getting a bit, bit I think silly a now. Lot, I think a lot <laughs> of people are the same at the moment, though, because everyone's just like, oh, I'm bored. What should I do? Eat, get drunk, watch mm. shit telly. Have a wank. That's about it, really. Yeah. No. Well, the, the one of the worst things, because as as you know, I had coronavirus in December. Yeah. And um, one of the well, no, corona's like, real people. You it is here real. first. 
cancel conspiracy theories um mm. what the worst symptom for me and obviously i know a lot of people have it much worse than we did but mm. the worst symptom for me was the loss of taste so like suddenly yeah. one day i couldn't smell and taste anything it just went and i was like no i was hoping i wouldn't get this the most annoying thing about that is that my partner lee is not really He's kind of like a healthy eater. He eats some drugs, yes. but he's a kind of food for fuel kind of guy in a way yeah. that I will never be. Yeah. And I get I derive probably 60 to 70% of my joy from food at this point. Sure. So for me to lose taste, he yeah. didn't know, did he? No. Oh, oh he could taste that's everything. So annoying. But people have gone mad because they've permanently lost their sense of smell or sense of taste. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we, I would I'm just thinking about the times that we would eat, like the shit that we ate when we were younger, because we met at school, didn't yeah. we? So we've yes, known we each did. other for a very, very long time. Um, and then we both moved to the same place as well. But you are in a relationship with Lee, as you said, um, but your relationship, are we? Yeah, I yeah. How would you describe your relationship? Um, well, the the chosen label these days is uh, it's ethically non-monogamous. Oh, I love that. Is... I was just going to say open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think th- it, we definitely started off calling it kind of open in that way. But I think it because it kind of fits under that polyamory umbrella and people will mm. do it in very different ways. And I think that even though polyamory is a correct term for what we do I I always envisage polyamory as being sort of multiple yes. meaningful relationship type stuff and I just think I I mean I tip my hat to those people I don't know how you can maintain multiple no. I think maintaining one one sort of big relationship is, yeah, is yeah. enough um but when we sort of talked about it with other people um mm. the reaction that you get to it is quite it can be quite judgmental it can be quite yeah um, definitely funny. people can be a bit funny about it and yeah they take it as this kind of flippant oh you're just tarts and you want to go off and do whatever you want it's just a mm. way to make cheating okay kind of thing yeah and then we started meeting more people in that kind of community and mm. they use this term and I thought actually that kind of says what it is it's a bit more wordy but it says what it is on the tin a bit because yeah. it's ethical because everyone's in the know everyone's consenting to everything that you know yeah. it's all truthful it's all open um and then the non-monogamy bit is the sort of self-explanatory part I guess yeah but... one more time <laughs> ethical non-monogamy yeah. ethical non-monogamy do people call it END no ENM <laughs> ENM yeah people do I think if you're on sort of dating apps or chatting to people they sort of ENM you sit pop up quite a lot so I mean I've learned so many acronyms oh my god I keep having to google acronyms on apps because <laughs> I'm just like what the fuck does that mean like I feel so out the loop and so naive yeah yeah. I was the same. I saw someone on an app um, that had NSA on it, and I was like, NSA? Isn't that like the security yeah. in, in America or something yeah. like that? And then I, I felt really silly because I asked, right, thinking it would be something yeah. really off the wall, and, you know, they'll just like to be cool for explaining it. And they were like, no strings attached. I was like, oh, yeah, obviously, everyone knows that. In oh, this world. What? <laughs> I felt so dead. I feel vanilla as. But I'll tell you world, what, but right? I think it's stuff like that. It's almost it's too obvious. You just over yeah. don't think of it. I remember it took me so long to figure out what um, NSFW was. Oh yeah, yeah. Not safe that was for on, work. Yeah, and that was on Reddit a lot for a long time, and then it started like, bleeding does into this the world. Mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. actually, I sent some. I, I sent someone something, and they put nsfw and i was like <laughs> right finally someone i know and i can actually be like what does that mean and yeah. they were like not safe for work i was like all oh, right cool cool oh. 
I am not in the loop. I have a I have a good NSFW <laughs> story that, that okay. So the thing is with that term as well, it's when you're speaking, saying not safe for work is way quicker. <laughs> so those things only work if totally. you're like writing them down, don't they? Yeah. Whereas there's some things you you know, anyway, that's a boring side. No, part, I but completely the, agree with you, yeah. It's the thing I always think of, which always comes up. So whenever so because our relationship is very much that we are the sort of primary relationship, but we both acknowledge that A, we are not each other's property. And yeah. B, and I'm not saying everyone in relationships does that, but I think that's mm. just the one of the maxims of the thing. And mm. um and B is is kind of acknowledging that you don't get into a relationship with someone and then that bit of your brain that fancies other people suddenly switches off. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly yeah, it does. Totally, yeah. Um and so yeah, there's there's been yeah, there's we've we've met loads of amazing people in in this world, but one of the the ways that I break the ice with people, um, if if we sort of meet a new group or anything, mm. and Lee always loves to like tell this story and drop me in it. <laughs> I, um, I think I've probably told you this before, but I was once texting a friend of mine who's also had a sort of open um, relationship. Yeah we sort of having a bit of a chat about our experiences and she was kind of asking advice and um we, we were talking about um a, a menage a trois mm. and we have the kind of friendship where it's quite um you know we'll send each other balls and all kind of stuff like yeah, it's quite all... literally <laughs> yeah and uh, I'd sent her a picture which was quite explicit but we have that kind of friendship is this um, a picture that I'm thinking of yeah it is yeah. I... <laughs> I think Jen's slightly underplaying quite explicit. okay well I'll, let's fu- let's fully play it it it, it was fu- it fully had my face in it, it was Jen sucking a dick <laughs> And it was a part of doing her from behind. And Jen has quite prominent tattoos. So you know that it's her. And there's a cock in her mouth. Yeah. And then I accidentally sent it to my family WhatsApp chat while I was chatting to my friend. (laughs) (laughs) And I sent it. And then it was the night before I had an exam the next morning. So I was like, I was studying. There is literally nothing that has made me feel more mortified in my life than when you told me you had sent your family a picture of you sucking a dick and getting done from behind by the man that you go to family functions with (laughs) well it's so i'd have killed myself i know mate i've never it's probably the most mortified i've ever been yeah but i like i sent it and then there was a moment where I realised, and the worst thing is that I sent it with a caption that was like, best night ever, sorry it's a bit blurry, it's a still from a video. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't need to furnish it with that detail. <laughs> but anyway, so it happened, there was no one doing it, or was there? WhatsApp obviously has that little feature where you can go on and delete for everyone else and there's two options there's delete for myself and delete for everyone and in my blind panic I deleted it just for me and not for them so now at this point they can all see me in a very precarious Mm. sexual situation and I can't do anything about it so I just left the family chat I was like right that's it I'm leaving the family now I'm out guys bye yeah 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 um and I started a new chat, which to this day is the family WhatsApp chat that we use. And uh, I was like, sorry, guys, uh, probably for the best that we start again over here. I obviously did not 
Um, that was meant for more limited distribution. I did not mean to send it to oh. you. And my dad responded, <laughs> quoting, distribution, are you fucking mad? <laughs> I was like, it was a distribution of one, dad. And he said, well, I can sort of understand that. <laughs> oh, God, love him. Bless his little heart. But... Um, yeah, then he said something which probably haunts me more than sending the photo, which oh, is no. he was he was saying, kind of trying to say to me, oh, well, you've learned your lesson now. Yeah. Um, you know, you see what happens. But what he said was, um, well, you know, you know, now you need to be more careful. You see what happens when you get into finger trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he meant like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. He, like, meant, he meant the trigger finger on the side. Yeah, he but, did. But... But I was like. But no one, I don't think anyone in the history of the universe has ever used the words finger trouble before. <laughs> no, I but yeah, there, there your beloved dad was. Oh, that's, bless him. That's amazing. That's... My mum never spoke of it. My mum, who is the one who I would probably go to with. I mean, I go to my parents with most stuff, but my mum, I've always been able to go to about anything like sex stuff, any of that. She never said a word. I don't think I've ever heard yeah, her reference But it. there's a difference between when your mum knows you smoke and when your mum sees you smoke. Oh, yeah. Two yeah. very different things. Yeah. And you were smoking. <laughs> you were smoking the sausage on that well, my, picky. Well, my friend who I meant to send it, send it to, I texted her and said, oh, my God, you will not believe what I've just done. And then when I told her, she was like, no. And then I was like, well, here's the photo that was intended for you, Duck. So I sent it to her. And she was like, no. But before she said that, she was like, can you tell it's you? Can you not just pretend it's someone else? Pretend it's no. general porn? And I was like, no, you see this great, huge tattoo I've got on my shoulder? No. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Oh, my God, it was mortifying. But saying that, my parents are aware that we have a an ethically non-monogamous well they are now if they yeah, weren't yeah. before yeah. they fucking are now that's for sure <laughs> jesus christ yeah but they're actually they've, they've actually been really cool about it i think they're um they kind of see that it it well, makes th- me happy and, yeah. yeah yeah well yes they have yes yeah. they jolly well have <laughs> particularly that night yeah 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 <laughs> oh, i love that we've uh that's all come out and I've not even asked you what your highlight and low light's been. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Well, so, highlight is I haven't sent any naked pictures to my parents. I think I think yeah. if that had happened to me, my highlight every day would be when my head hit the pillow at night, realising that I haven't done that that day. Yeah, yeah I understand that, Jen. I really do. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't thought about that in so long and I'm sweating just thinking about it. Oh well, I'm just waiting for you to send it me later so I can get my sweat on. Oh yeah, make a note, make a note. Thanks, thanks. Um, what about your low light? Being reminded of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, I was going to say my highlight was that I ate a. Um, other than talking to you, obviously, I realised from listening to episodes that that is the the answer I'm supposed to say. Pa- well, <laughs> people, people, do you know what? Genuinely, was not. I did not set out for everyone to answer that. But then it was like I think one person said it, and then yeah. everyone else was just like, "Oh, well, if I don't oh, say that, I'm I not a nice person." Uh, and you're right. You're not if you don't say that. <laughs> well, it genuinely is a pleasure because we have been trying to do this for so long, so it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say the highlight of my day was that I, I finally come round to Marmite and I had a little crumpet with some Marmite <gasps> on earlier, but that's so boring. <laughs> no, it isn't. I'm getting really excited now. Have you ever had... Well, no, I don't think you will. So the next thing to add to your Marmite on a crumpet 
is Red Leicester or any cheese, really. Yes. So Lee does that. I've pinched oh, that from him. So that is where God. my coming round to Marmite has come from. Cause... It's so good, isn't it? And people are always like, oh, you either love or hate Marmite. It's like, I like a little bit of Marmite. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's most people is, I yeah. like a little smear. A, sh- a smear? A yeah. smear of Marmite. That's... <laughs> disgusting yeah but yeah that is what I mean no I'm I'm the same like I wouldn't want it absolutely drowning anything I like a little it's a bit overpowering otherwise isn't it god we've have, gone have, from, I, like... have I shoved my finger in a tub of marmite and then eaten it yes but oh, generally see. speaking I like a marmite smear I can't stop thinking about smear tests and then no I can't you've got marmite in your vagina now <laughs> well it's isn't there something yeasty about mum? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Imagine oh, if your yeast in your vagina was marmite. You would not be able to get away with that. It's like a treacly or, substance on the end of someone's dick. Or you could use it's it's like yeast extract stuff, isn't it? So you could have marmite that's made from your own vagina. Can you imagine if someone but that's did like that? that woman that did it. She did it. She made bread with her vaginal yeast. Yes, I've seen that one. And then, I never uh... And then ice cream with her boob milk. Wow. Uh-huh. I didn't realise she'd done both. That is bonkers. But yeah, maybe that's like a little, the that's a little niche. <laughs> well, you know when you get the little jars and you can customise them with your name on, but imagine if it was like, I made this. <laughs> this is made of yeah. part of me. <laughs> God. That's, I mean... <laughs> Gone so off-piste here. <laughs> oh, as, blo- as bloody purr. So your highlight <laughs> is that you love Marmite and I've just ruined that for you because you can't read it again. Yeah, and your low light was... Oh, what was my low light? I don't know. Oh, I mean, my low light is that I've gotten stuck again back in a kind of loop of watching the same old shit American sitcoms that I've seen a million times. Mm. They're not even that good. They weren't good the first time. They're definitely not now. And I've gotten stuck now watching How I Met Your Mother again. No, don't do that. <laughs> and it's so bad. But I know what, I... I'll, I'll tell you what else you, what you need to replace that with. What? Married at First Sight, Australia, Series 6. No, see, I won't do it, mate. I won't Jen, do it. Jen, No. Jen, I tried to watch it previously. Shite. This series is the best thing I've ever watched other than The Real Housewives of Potomac. Right, well, I think it, that says it all, Kat. <laughs> it's honestly incredible. It's honestly incredible. Like... There should be a warning on there about the addictive nature of it, though. I thought, right, I thought I was on episode eight. I was on episode 18. Oh, for fuck's They're sake. an hour long. An hour, oh, my God. Just no. It's, honestly, first, first episode, I was like, meh. Second episode on, audibly laughing. The editing, they deserve the highest of accolades, whoever it is that's edited okay. that. Like, it's so fucking funny. And the drama, it's next level i've seen clips of it on gogglebox before and that was kind of enough for me to get a flavor but be like no thanks no this probably the old one this series has taken off and it's and i suddenly understand all these memes now as well now that i saw yeah i do see a lot of memes about it do you know when the the only trash that i have well proper trash that i have Mm. watched this year or in the last year is um my friend taught me into watching too hot to handle on netflix did you watch that yeah that was fucking ridiculous. But I think I yeah. liked, there was something about that that I liked because they were all being like fucked over for acting like douchebags, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, Married at First Sight is quite the opposite. Well, oh, it's on, I don't want to ruin it for you. But okay, also, well... <laughs> I know that you lolled at the Real Housewives of Potomac and I understand and I get it. And I know when I'm saying it that, you know, but 
the drama again like things get legal like right. it's really like seasons four and five are just like i was screaming at the television i'm like, like I am the intrigued. biggest baddie honest I, well look you say you've got nothing to watch i've given you some gems so <sighs> i mean what i should be doing is you know useful shit but who can be bothered to do that well look <laughs> okay maybe look, maybe I can you. you can either watch married at first sight australia or you can make bread from your own vaginal yeast the decision <laughs> is yours banana bread from your own just keep it on brand for lockdown <laughs> And then make some own brand Marmite, doesn't it? Okay, fine. I, I'm gonna. I will give it a go because you are the latest in the line of friends of mine who have generally good judgment about telly to tell me to watch it. So, okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um. So, Jen, when it comes to dating, I would like to know what do you look for in someone? Hmm. Um. I think probably the, the the key answer that most people give is, is someone funny, someone yeah. who makes me laugh. That's yeah. always up there for me. Mm. Um, saying that, <laughs> my current oh, partner is actually is the least own. funny person I've ever met <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Do you know what? The funny thing about him is that at the start, it was all very serious. We were both very right. like serious because we'd both come out of other relationships and were still a bit cut up and yeah. we hadn't quite entered into the frolics of open relationship life yet and um we were both it was very it was quite intense and it was quite serious and then mm. one day it just started to relax a bit when we kind of got more used to each other and now I think he is like one of the funniest people in the world but not oh. because he's trying to be funny <laughs> oh I love that yeah he's accidentally just, funny yeah he's just so like he's just so daft and I think everyone sees him as being quite a you know serious kind of mm. person in a lot of ways um and I think I just see this side to him that's like really silly and you yeah. know just be lying in bed and he'll just pull a weird face and I just find him so funny and he says things like there's always stuff about our um age difference that comes up Jen's they... partner is eight by the way <laughs> yeah I should say he's uh he's 13 years older than me <laughs> um he's he's like a whole you know primary school kid older than me hmm. um and he he's an, he's uh, an accidental birth older than you oh yeah yeah yeah. right there <laughs> daughters are always accusing him of having a midlife crisis because of because of me and because of well because he's going out with you yeah they could they still <laughs> say he's having a midlife crisis wow. <laughs> but no he just I mean, he, that crisis has been uh, going on for some time now though yeah it's getting on for what are we now it's probably three and a no, is it three years? <clears throat> Surely it's more. Four years? I, I remember, Four years. I remember us going for lunch and you two had just started. Mm. You were in your infancy. Of, yeah, I yeah. think it's four. Yeah, yeah. it's probably four. It's because we met in a February, so it will be four years next mm. month. Yeah. yeah, he is. He's very, very composed. He's very... Um, he's very introverted. Which yeah, is... but he, he's got that twinkle. Yeah. You can tell. Like when you meet him, you're like, there's... <laughs> there's stuff that's going on below the surface there and oh yeah, yeah sure. he's yeah. a dark horse but he um I, I mean he's he he's just kind of the word I always used to describe him with is considered and I think an yes. interesting thing so I was chatting to someone I worked with um years back when I was sort of dating and stuff when mm. I was sort of single dating um and she was saying that she kept reading all this stuff about dating apps and especially maybe not sort of the tinders and the hinges yeah. so much but um 
when you were going on the sort of websites where you filled in all these parameters mm. of what you were looking for yeah, and, yeah. and it was all these studies that say actually people don't know what they're looking for necessarily yeah you have, you have certain things that you know you are looking for or are looking to avoid yes but I think I, I think my relationship with Lee is a perfect example of like of, of something working that you just would never have looked for yeah because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would never I, I when I was on on sort of dating apps on my own I would sort of swipe left if I saw kids and their bio the first line wasn't this is my niece or nephew I would be like yeah, bye, yeah, yeah. bye bitch off you go because <laughs> I, I just didn't want to you know I, I, I don't really well I'm fairly certain now I don't want children of my own and mm. I hadn't really thought about the option of someone mm. else's children being in my yeah. life and I didn't really want to. I was like, well, why would I? I just don't want mm. kids around. So I just said, no, no, no. Um, and, you know, if I'd have found Lee on that app a week later, he'd have had, he'd have had a picture of his daughters on there. It came up after we'd been chatting so for a week. Intru- yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we would have just totally missed each other. And for even to this day, sometimes he and I look at each other and go, how did this happen? Like, this makes no sense. I love so that. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think that is the, the sad thing about certainly current dating is like I, like before apps and when I was younger you met people you went mm. out and you met people and it's yeah. just diminished like it, it, I, I'd say that for a vast majority of people if you want to date certainly in a pandemic or you know and by date I mean chat to people on the internet yeah. you've got to get online yeah. like you have to and, and it, it does it's it ruins that excitement of like going out on a Friday and wondering mm. if you know someone will be there and your lock eyes or your friends bringing their friend who lives somewhere and you yeah. might get on and I just I haven't experienced that in so long and it and I think that your situation is the same if you'd have met on a dating app mm. we well, wouldn't no well I mean it's we we kind of I don't know I think when I think about what I'm looking for I've always kind of said I don't really have a type like I don't have a physical type um yeah. there's probably things that I'm like oh yeah about <laughs> yeah yeah you know so like for me it's things like women with tattoos and piercings and funky hair like yes absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. um and I and I love that but actually if you look at my dating history it doesn't necessarily yes, reflect that. I'm the same yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so you've got an idea in your head but it doesn't yeah and and with men I think I've because I'm I'm bi and I swing probably broadly speaking I think I find women more attractive than men mm. like in in the sense that I find it a lot easier to find attractive women if I walk into a room full of people yes. I'll be like yes gorgeous 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 and maybe it's just I have a, an appreciation for female beauty that I don't necessarily have for men as much or just there's loads of really fit women with yeah. not very attractive men yeah oh yeah a lot of that <laughs> yeah but there's I don't know I, I think I, I I don't really when I was on dating apps, I was kind of similar to you, where mm. you you go on there being a bit of a scamp and like winded them up in the chat a bit. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was a bit like that as well mm. um, when I was on there on my own. And I, I'm sorry, I just can't get over the fact you described him as a scamp. I love it. <laughs> I, might, I might put that on my bio now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I think you are such a scamp. I love seeing your little <laughs> chats on dating apps. It's so funny. I like watching the moment where I'm sort of reading it and thinking, "All right, yeah, that's that's clever. Let's see if they're going to keep up." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's welcome to my dating life. Yeah, that's me. I love it. Can you keep up? I was, I was a bit like. I mean, I don't think I'm anywhere near as accomplished as you are at the at the actual chat bit on there. Um, I was always more inclined to go right. Let's just go for a drink or whatever. 
Mm. and then I'll I'll get to know you in person because I think you're yeah. right it's really difficult but I think if you you kind of set these ideas in your head of what you're looking for you just have such a limited you, you've only experienced a very limited part mm. of human mm-hmm. beings and so yeah. there's probably loads of other people and you've you've got to base what you're looking for on something I guess but mm. I think yeah my relationship now is a perfect example you know someone who's I mean, the age difference isn't necessarily that wacky for me. I've, I've sort of been with quite a lot of older people, but mm. you know, someone who was a dad, <laughs> yeah, yeah, know, yeah, children, I'd have been like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you'd have told me that years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, not, that's not me now. And yeah, and I know that I'm probably going to end up with someone that is completely not my quote unquote type. But I, I, I always went for the like very artistic, um, you know hipster Mm. like but but my taste is definitely changing like I would you know I'd love that but actually I'm going for more the the type of uh guys that I don't know guys that have uh that live on a farm and they are very like uh (laughs) they just yeah but like wholesome guys like kind of your archetypal man and they're intelligent and they mm. know how to keep themselves occupied like or know how to look after themselves have their own life kind of yeah stuff. like yeah. I'm leaning more towards like that sort of stuff but but I that might be desperation <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but I just um yeah I'd it's love evolving. to <laughs> yeah it's evolving but but again like yeah I have a, a type but then you'd be shocked I think at the people that I have matched with on my dating like there's I think I think you just there's people that from their photos you just know that there's something more to them or like mm. on their bio and um yeah I've dated a range of people like it's yeah you, you I think it would be hard for you to to be like oh I see yeah. the common thread within within yeah yours. and it's it's really difficult to do I think um I mean I used to go on dates with people just because I was like oh, I'm bored I'll just go on a date mm, <laughs> so mm, it, yeah. it would be more of a you know send a message out can you meet me in a bar in an hour and a half like that that is way better because sometimes it's taking out all of the online stuff and, well takes some of the online stuff out yeah gives you an opportunity to actually look into the whites of their eyes kind of thing um and sometimes it was just like I was fucking about like I was a, I was a right dickhead because <laughs> you know for me it's kind of well it's like when you see like all big ripped gym guys who are being really like braggy and like over not the top me. with the flirting not for me at all but every so often I would just be like want to go for a drink and then just just like fuck with them on a date like, <laughs> <laughs> so I went out with a guy once we sat down in this bar I saw him and I was like, no, I was right. He's a, he's a tool. Like I could mm, tell from mm. the front door of the pub yeah. where I've even stood next to him. He's a tool. Just the way he like carried himself and the way he was mm. like, posing. He was like posing just in case I'd arrived. It was a kind of, oh, uh, he's yeah. standing there like, yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah, check the pecs. Um, <laughs> I went in immediately. I'm like, no, absolutely no lady boner for this one. Not at all. Mm. So I went, sat down with him, sort of drank maybe three gulps of my pint and then was like so should we go back to your place and he was like ha 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 I was like I'm not kidding are we going or what <laughs> and he shit himself really? he was like what's going on he was like uh uh yeah I don't know if my uh if my housemates are home or not and I was like do you know what don't worry about it <laughs> just went home. see you later it was terrible and he honestly just I was like so what do you like to do and he honestly talked about going to the gym and I was just like right no just no, no. Blessing if it is what he likes, but I, I I went away from type that time and that turned out to be foolish. <laughs> My problem is I just attract people with 
either quite acute mental health problems or addiction problems. Now, there's nothing wrong with either of those things as long as you are aware and working on it. Mm. That's my caveat. Yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're introspective, you're doing work, I don't mind. I have mental health problems and I have addiction issues, but I'm working on it. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And I just, it doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter what their bio says. I always attract and I don't know whether it's like their essence or that I just you just know that there's something that's like a commonality between you but it fucking happens again and again and again like it's actually ridiculous and now it got to the point where someone said to me um mentioned something to do with having issues of doing drugs too much in the past and I was just like one strike and you're out and there was a strike and now I just like and I knew my gut was telling me but I asked a couple of friends and they were like cat 90% of the fucking population has had a problem at some point with it and I was like right okay well and but and I just knew that he was saying what he knew I wanted to hear yeah because I can get a feeling kind of yeah I'd laid my boundary out and I was like I'm not gonna entertain feelings with anyone that's got this going on um, and again, it's not a judgment from me. It's I've been in that situation before with people. I've fallen into looking after them. I'm not doing it again. Like, and it's, it's well, yeah, and it's that. what it's what's what's best for you and what's best for both people involved. Like having that kind of crutch, but not working on yourself is kind of it's not helpful for them either, is it? Having someone who's like yeah. a real caregiver who wants to look after them. Oh, they'll never do it. They'll up. never do it. Yeah. But it's like, honestly, why are there so few men in the world that are working on their shit? <laughs> like, is there a drought? Just fucking, like, what, why are you not going to therapy or reading some books or just like, yeah. do, just fucking work on yourselves. And I'm really sorry if that's landing on the ears of anyone that is. And if you are and you're single, uh, like call me do you know what I mean like it, it's fine it's fine but um what would you no. say that your best first date scenario would be obviously not a meathead in a pub who you know is a dick not a meathead anywhere at least of mm. all my vagina yeah um yeah. I think I'm I'm really boring typical in a bar thing I think same yeah, just going for a drink. I think um, it's not. I, I don't have any of these um, these issues with someone seeing me eat or anything. Because yeah, if you can't cope with me eating. You can't cope with me. Full stop. Yeah. So <laughs> not not an issue. Sure. Um, and I'm unabashed about my eating like a pig sometimes. Um, but Good. I've had a. I, I did have a date with a woman years back now. Um, where we went to a, a just like a pub that there's a few of in Bristol. We're like went to mm. this pub. And I thought it was like a drink thing. And then she starts talking about ordering food. And I just thought, okay, well, I haven't eaten, so I'll eat fine. I wasn't yeah. planning on it, but I will. Yeah. Um, and she was she was like really, really teeny tiny, like a bird. And I just thought, as soon as I met her, I immediately felt uncomfortable because I'm I've quite a large stature. Were um, you like, I'm going to break you? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, I didn't, it turns out it was very fun in the end. But <laughs> um, I was She broke I you. Yeah, I was just a pile of bones on the floor. Um, she she ordered this like huge meal and then it took her so long to eat it and she was picking at it like a like a squirrel. She was no. just, like picking little bits. Ugh. And I was like, I can't 
do this. I mean, that date was a disaster. I, it, it was fun in the end, but the actual date was a disaster because... I, I'd she... end up screaming, just masticate quicker. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, no. It was like eating opposite a squirrel and it was a bit off-putting. Mm. Um, but I just, the thing is, when I first got there, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work very well. And then after I'd had sort of two pints, three pints, I was like, ah, this is all right. She's nice sure. to chat to. Um, but one of the other things that was weird about that whole thing is that while she's picking away at her food she kept kind of she had a real thing and I found this I found this a few times when going on dates with lesbians that they were a bit funny about me being bi and yeah. so she was picking croutons off a salad whilst being like yeah I just prefer not to be in contact with women who've been in contact with men and I was like but my profile says I'm bi and it's wow. like she was hoping that I had turned up as you know one of those bisexual people who in theory likes men but really I haven't touched them for at least 10 years so she doesn't like being in contact with food that's been in contact with croutons and women (laughs) that have been in contact with dick (laughs) exactly that she's gonna catch cooties for me things it's everyone's personal choice that's fine I just think if I say yeah but don't say yes to someone that's yeah saying that they're openly bi like that's take it at face value but yeah so I think it's normally drinks drinks in a bar I did once have a guy who um (laughs) was chatting to from bumble was probably this sounds like bumble kind of foolishness was he kinky Um, because i find that all the key like the geeky introverted kinky people are on bumble oh well i I have got some anecdotal by the way i'm just about to sign my mum up to bumble (laughs) (laughs) just realized oh my god no protect oh, her shit. from the kinky anyway. weirdos oh, <laughs> oh please she'd she'd make a killing she's a she's she would be well she's not on it for the money i mean <laughs> could, 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 could i haul my mum out <laughs> well potentially oh i feel i feel like she's more than equipped to have to uh you know bat off weirdos on bumble i'm sure she'd yeah, do a good, oh, good I, I think job I, I need to yeah i need to let her know <laughs> what, what a bot is <laughs> and uh such like yeah, yeah yeah no I think I I think this guy was bumble but he was actually quite the opposite he was um he and I had a bit of a falling out because we we'd been chatting for a few weeks and I kept trying to be like shall we just go for a date let's just go for a drink mm. um, and he kept trying to get me to go to a spa for a first date and I was like mm. no no so I don't really know and and as someone who is you know did he very... have a lot of money and want you to know it I don't know if he did or maybe that's what he was going for but mm. I mean as someone who is very sex positive even I have reservations about a first date in the swimwear like off a date that's app, a like, really just... intimate date yeah like for even even like to go with a pal you'd have to be like on a certain level to go to a spa with yeah, them feel or for a massage or yeah a yeah. first date that's first one of the date. worst that's one of the worst I've yeah. heard isn't it and I was just like look I really don't want to do that thanks and I kept pushing it and pushing it and he kept pushing it back at me and I was just like look I just don't want to do that and then we'd had he was a funny guy like we had quite good conversations that was just a bit odd and it made me a Mm. bit unnerved by him it's too niche it's too niche yeah um but then he ended up we were sort of having a conversation about it one day and I said look I just think I just feel a bit I'm fairly confident in myself, but I feel a bit uncomfortable about having to get down to Miss Swimwear on a first date. Like I don't yeah. think I'll be, I don't think I'll be as comfortable just having a chat with you and getting to yeah. know each other if yeah. I'm going, oh God, uh-huh. have I like got a stray pube sticking out of my bikini or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I we had that kind of chat and I just said, oh, but you know, just to be clear, this isn't me saying like, oh, I'm a three to five dates kind of gal, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. You know, this is what I was about to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd fuck on a first date, 
but going to a spa in yeah. your yeah, I, I buy it. <laughs> but the reason I completely agree with you, and I don't think that's a contradiction, is it's your first moment of meeting, mm. and you're getting to know them. And I yeah. think the other thing with a spa is there's no exit plan. You love oh, yeah. them. So yeah. with the first date, you need to have something where it's like, if this isn't going well, I know I can leave. Yeah. And a spa is like, right, great. I've got to go get a towel, get dried, I'll have a shower. You can't, you can't <laughs> run because you'll, firstly, you'll just slip. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? And this is the thing. I, I do understand that some people might see that as a contradiction, but it is, it's that whole thing of being distracted from the actual date bit. Like I would just be bobbing mm. in a pool next to someone I don't know going, hey. It's just right. fucking weird. That, yes. A spa as a first date is fucking weird. And, like, if I, and I think if I'm going for, because, you know, I, as I say, I'm a very sex positive person. I, I'm not, I, I've definitely had hookups before where it's been, you know, close yeah. to clap eyes on each other, let's go. But it's But there's not... an understanding though at the beginning that that's yeah. what you know, you are That's exactly it. DTF. And he so he was really when I made my little sort of joke slash not joke when I was like, not don't worry, I'm not like a three to five dates kind of gal, mm. in case that's mm. what you're worrying about with me now. Um and he said, uh, well, actually I'm a three to five dates kind of guy. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, and obviously, I totally respect if people yeah. have set number of dates yeah. or, you know, want to make sure because you should be doing it in your own time in the way sure that feels comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's and I absolutely support that. What I didn't support was that he went on to uh, <laughs> he expanded on this a little bit where he he basically called me a slag. Uh, so we'd had these really nice conversations and I just said oh yeah that's fair enough I just thought I'd let you know that because because Mm. I thought the whole thing about Mm. meeting in a spa was a bit weird um and yeah it just escalated really really quickly where he started going oh yeah well I actually don't go out with uh, girls like that and I was like what do you mean girls like that and then he yeah ended up calling me a slag Jen (laughs) I'll tell you now it's a fucking pride thing it is a pride <laughs> thing because I had this with the guy that I was talking to and I was like, this is my boundary. He clearly had some work to do and that's putting it lightly. Mm. I then said, um, sent a really nice message because he obviously wasn't in a good headspace. And I yeah. then said, you know, um, it's a no from me now yeah. as, as that's happened. Um, and then he just uh, stopped speaking to me. So the next day I'm feeling bad, like I'm a bad yeah. person. Yeah. So I like kind of reach out and say, oh, you know, and then there's a couple of messages exchanged. And um, but I then kind of say again, like, well, you know, all the best kind of thing. And then he goes yeah. quiet again. And I'm like, why do I feel the need to slip into stroking men's egos to make them feel better? Mm. Like it is what it is. I've said it, but I go into this place of guilt. And it was yeah. really good for me that it ended on that because it made me kind of go, oh, that's the thing yeah. I do and I need to stop doing that. But it's, and and it, and it goes both ways. It goes both yeah. ways. It's like, you know, it wants the, someone feels a bit rejected, the pride kind of, the feathers come up and then it's this like really prickly exchange. And, you yeah. know, he, from what you said to me, he was not a three to five dates guy. You've just been like, I don't want to do what you want to do. And then he's been like, oh, well, fuck yeah. you very much. I think right that back. was part of it. Like, sure. Definitely, yeah. definitely. There's a bit ego about it. But I mean, he's, I, I think when we were kind of talking about it, I tried to sort of say to him, so I, I did try and have like quite a reasoned conversation with him about it. And one of the things that I said was that, you know, I understand that setting a bit of a boundary for yourself makes sense. Like that's that's fine. Yeah. I know a lot of people who do, I personally don't. And partly it's because I like to just be open to experiences that might come along so for example yeah. if I'm on a date with someone 
and I'm not really fussed about them, then yeah, maybe I ought to say maybe no sex on this date. But if I'm sat opposite a table from someone and the conversation has been flowing all night and they've made me laugh and they look gorgeous and I just want to drag them across yeah, the table, yeah, yeah. why wouldn't I? Maybe not across the table in the bar, but you know, take them home. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, it but was you want to this... go with the flow and, and it be in the moment. Yeah. And, see and what I don't want to, but that's because I'm very, I'm very comfortable in my kind of sexuality and 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 my kind of control of those situations it's not been without many mistakes over the years but it's kind of Mm. it's been hard earned but it's there I feel very in control and comfortable about it and um it just yeah that just didn't land with him at all he just Mm. went for me and I was just like well (laughs) did feminism not happen like why is it that because I like sex I'm now so just person to person fuck you yeah you know I I told him I was going to take my battered slaggy vagina elsewhere and I did so more for him fucking love that unpleasant but yeah so uh worst <laughs> i think I've, I've skipped on to saying worst date no no no, no so no, what no. what is the best first date that you've ever been on now i'll the say this I now remember. i think you're the only person on this podcast so far who i think would say a date that isn't with your current partner yeah that's why i'm having to think about it <laughs> i knew it i knew it and i think it comes from the fact that you're in the kind of relationship that you are and you understand that it's not personal it's not yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) but I think I think also it does come from the fact that a lot of people the person that they're with it's because they've they've leveled up on their like this date is the best date therefore I'm going to well even just this is the best date I've ever had therefore I'm going to work at sticking with this one because they seem great yeah I think it's I mean I I mean mine and Lee's first date was your pretty standard met in a bar um sort of thing but we we had a really nice night and I couldn't even tell you half the things we talked about because we were so drunk (laughs) (laughs) and I've heard a lot of people on here sort of talking about you know being a bit careful not to get drunk on dates because otherwise you Mm. you perhaps not remember and it's true because I'm you know four years later we're still together and I couldn't tell you most of what was said on that date I just remember we had a really nice time Time. a nice conversation yeah Yeah. um so what's what's uh, the best then what's the best date you've been on actually (laughs) I'm gonna undo everything I've said there my second date with Lee actually and it flies in the face of a discussion that was had earlier on on the podcast which um we went to the cinema to see train spotting 2 yeah um, as our second date and basically we'd been out on a first date and then a week had gone by and all the other dates I already had booked in (laughs) love it yeah (laughs) yeah um and I'd had like a big wild weekend with some of my friends and then um he's the thing I liked about it was that it just happened really easily because Mm. there was none of this bullshit you get with silly little boys on dating apps um sometimes girls but less often where it's like oh you know don't want to see him too often in this in this short period of time he would just sort of text me and go oh are you free I'm free do you want to do something no games no bullshit that's so attractive it was so nice and we ended up sort of not kind of by accident because he didn't have his kids that night and because I was free and he was free and whatever we ended up mm. going on a date on Valentine's Day which was, <gasps> love that which was neither of us do Valentine's Day but then but... there's I think there's that in itself is fun because you're so you're both aware of it and you're like yeah, yeah. we're on a date on Valentine's Day it always happens and, and we've yeah. only met once before <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah we went to see Trainspotting in the cinema and we were kind of like I don't know because obviously we couldn't talk to each other but he's not a really big chatter anyway so mm. I'm very extrovert and he's very introverted yeah and we sort of sat in the bar beforehand had a couple of drinks 
which was you know really nice and then we just went and sat and watched this film and I remember it just being quite it was really intimate the way we were kind of oh, sat like cuddled that. up to each other yeah and it was really nice and that was like that sort of moment that I had where I went oh fucking hell I'm fucked here I like him now <laughs> oh god that moment when you realize <laughs> like oh shit and it is it's an oh fucking hell like, it is yeah yeah you should see the messages to um you know, Charlotte who we went to school with the messages that she and I were sending to each other when I first met my boyfriend were it was just me being like I am so fucked I am I'm in trouble head I'm over heels I'm here. in trouble was definitely there yeah. and then it was just her sending me those really annoying you know it's like a picture of a sunset with like an inspirational love quote on it and she used to send them to me like five times a day and I was like I'm never speaking to you again be a friend support me through this horrible falling in love bullshit please oh my god (laughs) what is your worst dating scenario a fucking spa with a prude (laughs) yep fair next question next question covered what's your uh what's the worst date that you've ever been on Oh, this, this right worst date I've ever been on is one that's been affectionately titled by a lot of my friends now as um, the hug rapist, which isn't as bad oh as it sounds. Oh my god, I love that it's got a title. <laughs> oh, we that's have like get... pictures of me as a child have titles because they are that incredible. Iconic one, moments. Yeah, there's one called the Queen Victoria. There's one called um, the small ginger Asian boy. Like it's just yeah. <laughs> I, I was. I'm gonna I, need to see some of. The I I've uh, I've blossomed. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love some of the childhood photos you put up. They do make me chuckle. God, um, God. Yeah, I think. Well, there was a period of time where I was going on a lot of dates, and I had to when I was talking look you know people love living vicariously when you're the one kind of dating so yeah um there were a lot of sort of nicknames for them right um, and the hug rapist was the one where I, I met this guy and I had actually it's the last person I went on a date with before my like second date then happened with Lee and then we got together okay. and it was like this date was sent by the universe to go just fucking go with the one you met last week yeah this is a fucking he was disaster. he was the filling in between <laughs> your Lee sandwich bread oh my god it was so bad right so I so I met him I was really hung over after this weekend with my friends and mm. um it was a Sunday and he was coming coming over to to Bath for it because I lived there at the time and I thought, oh, God, he's still really keen. I can't cancel it. So, all right, I'll go, even though mm. I feel rough. So I went along. And he was really nice. He was like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And he was really lovely. But he had a touch of the, you know, sometimes when people are too sweet, it's a bit sickly. Yes. Had a little touch of that. And I was Very like, oh, off-putting. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, and we had we went to a couple of different places. And then once we'd settled into, like, one of my favourite bars, we were sort of drinking away and we were chatting. And he kept asking questions and he was in his I think he was in his early 40s so he was asking about things like kids because quite a lot of people seem to do that more now which is fair enough because it's like don't waste your (laughs) time by that you mean have children (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. a lot of people seem to do that when we get older they uh yeah give birth but when you go on like dates and and you're a bit older it's like I think people kind of want to know if they haven't got kids yet they kind of want to know the deal so they don't have a relationship with someone who doesn't want them and because I don't that comes up quite a lot yeah and but he'd asked and so the first wrong thing that he did on this date was that he asked about children and I sort of said oh yeah you know I did my whole spiel where I was like I've given it a lot of thought and I think I could sort of have children and 
be sort of happy with it but I also don't want to do it enough to take a chance it's like to me yes. it feels like a yeah. big gamble when I don't want it enough yeah to take that gamble yeah. and I also don't want to I don't I've worked really hard and spent thousands of pounds on therapy to be the person I am now and I don't know if I'm quite ready for it to change with... I don't know if I want to <laughs> use all my savings on my child's therapy that I've yeah. made them I'll, need I'll just save it for myself thanks yeah. um but no I'd had I'd given all these very salient reasons that I'd given a lot of thought to. Um, and he he took a sip of his drink. And I said, oh, it really annoys me when people sort of tell me I'll change my mind or tell me whatever. And he took a sip of his drink after I said that and went, well, I'll uh, give you a call in five years and see how you feel then. Took another little smug sip of his drink. And I was like... What, like he's going to be the man? to t- Like you're going to be sat there thinking of him in five years' time? Yeah. Like, oh... But, but like, I've literally just told you, like, I know my own mind and it annoys me when people try and overrule it with this general knowledge of a biological clock. Like, no, I've given you my very This is the thing, right? When, pe- <laughs> when people are too nice, they're not nice. Mm. It's a yeah. fucking facade. Oh, it is. And he was he was so much worse after that. So, in fact, no, I'm getting it in the wrong order because that's how the date ended because I screamed at him. So, going back a step... <laughs> One of the things he kept doing is throughout this day, every time I got up to go for a vape or go to the toilet or go to the bar, he would hug me, right? Wait, sorry, what? Back up. Every time you got up, he would hug you? Every time I got up, he would hug me. So we hugged hello when the date started. and then, Fine. I'm fine with that. That's normal. Yeah. And then I think there was maybe a maybe a hug between pubs at one point in sort of in transit and I thought well that's weird but maybe he's just overexcited whatever so then we're in the every single time I got out of my chair he got out of his chair and I was just like oh my god and by the end of it to start with I was like oh okay (laughs) pat pat thanks um because it was weird and I didn't really know what to do and then towards the end of the date Oh, I got up to go out for a vape just because I was like, I need to go out and think of my exit strategy here. Yeah. And he and he got up and said, oh, why don't I join you? And I was like, OK. And then as I was going to leave, he was coming with me, but he hugged me. And I literally had my fists up under my chin like I was guarding myself in a boxing match being like, yeah, I'm just I'm just not really much of a hugger. Sorry, not really. And but he also, did it anyway. Even if you were a hugger, I'm a hugger, but don't hug me every time I'm getting up to go for a fucking piss. Right. Like, what? It, did you say what are you what are you no, doing because I was so baffled and hung over by, yeah. <laughs> by this point and Submit. I was just like I just need this to be over but the first couple I kind of was like okay haha. and then towards the end of it I was really like I was almost I was like aha, aha, why? Aha. but why and also I understand why he's single oh yeah yeah just no understanding of boundaries at all or can you know consent that's the bit that worried me which I said to him later but he so he, he sort of kept doing it and I was just like yeah I'm not really a hugger to be honest thank you like trying to shove him off me while it was going right. on and then um, then the whole conversation about the kids thing happened um so he's on two strikes at this point oh yeah many many strikes there was an earlier strike where he was talking about something which really should have made him you know quite an it was quite an endearing thing he was talking about the reason he'd moved to this part of the world um and basically a family member was was struggling with addiction and had had Mm -hmm. their um child taken off them and then the family were all kind of pulling together to try and you know get some recovery stuff underway get the kid back all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and uh, he he was telling that story, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm really sorry. That's that must be really hard because I think it was his brother or something." Um, and anyway, the way he ended that story was he goes, "And that's where I come in." And I was immediately. Oh. 
I was just like, are you fucking serious? Like, wow. he was, as he was telling it, it was really winning me back round to him. I just thought, oh, God, like, that's really difficult. And you sound like you've, give, you know, you've given up a lot to come and help your family out. Like, good for you. And then he just ruined it. <laughs> that's where I come in. It was. <laughs> oh, he sounds absolutely revolting. It's it very awful. sex in the city as well, because it's like your all your dates had sort of. Uh, li- titles titles or, or pseudonyms and there is an episode where charlotte uh kisses this guy and then they go to lunch and with the girls and she's like he raped my face <laughs> which also i will say hasn't aged well because no, that means a no. different thing but with no. the with the, the hugging it's like just what i can't i'm really trying to figure out where that came from is it was mm. it was it a cultural thing it was it was really it, it was really strange it wasn't natural it's not like no, natural that's points not that a arisen. natural thing to do no. to, someone gets up you get up you it's like it's almost like a variant on getting up when in the olden days where the, the woman would get up and the man would yeah, yeah. stand up mm. but then the, that would be weird enough but the hugging then i don't like the boundary that. no I it's horrible like and so we'd gone after the day, because after the whole baby comment had happened, I just blew up. I was just like, right, of course you, you haven't. Li- I was like, you haven't listened to a damn word I've just said to mm. you. You've just done exactly what I tell you annoys me about people. You don't fucking know me. Don't tell me how I'm going to feel about it. Like, yes, I, was really, I was really angry. And like, everyone in the pub was like, oh, damn. Mm. <laughs> like, OK, sorry. And then he gave you a hug. <laughs> oh, yeah, he still tried to. So I was like, right, anyway, I've really got to go home and have a bath and go to bed now. So bye. And he was like, oh, can I join you? I went, no. Oh, <laughs> and then he um, came out of the pub with me. And as I was going, to, I was like, right, well, I've got to go this way. Train station's that way. Bye. And he did it again. He like, I was trying to walk away from him and he grabbed me in a hug again. And I just like shoved him off. And I was like, right, I'm really sorry. But the hugging is like, you don't understand people's boundaries. And consent is a thing if you're going to touch another person, even if it's just a hug right. to some so extent. You, you said, need to yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, it makes me worry about you understanding other people's physical Cues. boundaries yeah, yeah, yeah especially if you're in like a sexual situation that could yeah, really yeah. get you in some hot water so I was like please can you just respect my space people's space yeah yeah whatever and he still was like <laughs> i left and by the time i got back to my house i had a text from him saying so was this a good date and i was like okay something more is going on here do you think because... he was on the spectrum well i don't know because it really didn't seem at the time i feel like it did it didn't feel that way but i've looked back on it since but i've bumped into him was he just yeah. hugging everyone? No, he was like lurking behind me in a club. So I was in a club with Lee oh. and some of our friends. And I saw him and was like, oh, God. And I turned to him and was like, it's the hug rapist. <laughs> and, um... If that was me, I would have said to Lee, can you go over and give him a hug, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what a missed opportunity. But yeah, and he's a few months back, he tried to text me. I've got him like hidden away somewhere and he tried to text me. And I found it in like an old, you know, when you have yeah. to go and accept requests. And I just thought, God, is he still really? God, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. There was something up. I'm not sure, but it was just the most uncomfortable date I've ever been on. Like <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'd, 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 like, I, if he did that to me, I'd just be like, what, what are you, do- what are you doing? But <laughs> it, but it is like, and this is the thing with a lot of stuff to do with consent. You say you do that, but when something is that jarring and weird sometimes you just freeze and you're just yeah, like yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to say I don't know what to do I don't know this person I don't yeah. I yes I'm in a bar but you never know what people could do yeah. and how they could react and he's got my number and all yeah, that kind well, exactly. of stuff 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know me, I'm not really backwards and coming forwards about most things like that. But it really did take me until the very end Mm. to go, okay, I've got to say something now. Because it's almost like I hadn't processed. And I think part of me was going, is there something more going on with him that I haven't picked up on here? So part of me didn't want to be mean, just in case there was something I needed to be a bit more sensitive about. So some of it was kind of getting some time to to assess the situation but by the end of it I was like oh fuck no like I just can't with this anymore no some, <laughs> some people are just fucking w- weird and gross yeah um so <laughs> who is your celebrity crush oh this is a really tricky one that I think I'm happy with my answer for but can I just say yeah. my first memory of you at school yeah. was when we were I just moved to the school in year 10 and we were in expressive arts and we had to all go around in a big there was loads is this of about Pharrell class. Williams yes it the is. only reason I say that is because I was fucking beyond obsessed with him <laughs> for so many years sorry continue uh, but that's the first thing I remember hearing you say ever is when we were going around and people are going oh my name's so-and-so and I like cross stitch on the weekend so like and then it was you like uh my name is Katrina Lawrence and I'm going to marry for our Williams <laughs> like, that was like that was like your main fact and I just remember thinking oh my god she's so funny I want to be friends with her <laughs> I mean it was it was like age 13 onwards I was fucking obsessed with Pharrell <laughs> I had posters of him all over my walls I had because he wasn't very known then no. so it was like quite a weird thing and um there was a friend of mine who worked at HMV he like walked to my house and dropped off this poster oh. that they had of like Dazed magazine that he was like I was so obsessed and I would sit for hours in front of the telly waiting for the music channels to play <laughs> him and there was the um Justin Timberlake song that had Pharrell and it was produced by him and then at the end it had like 15 seconds of Pharrell on there doing his dance and I was just oh my god I was so obsessed with him I was so obsessed with Pharrell. My first memory of you, it's always like pops into my head. Every time I'm listening and it gets the celebrity crush, I just think of you doing that. Oh, that's nice. It was so funny. I think it's just because everyone going around had just sort of said, my name's so-and-so and and I Mm. like so-and-so. And And you were like, my name is Katrina Lawrence and I am going to marry Pharrell Williams. And you were so theatrical that I was just like, oh my God, she's so cool. Oh God, (laughs) yeah. That makes me cringe, but... Yeah. Oh, no, anyway, so who, who's your crush then? Is it Pharrell? It's, have no, I? No, <laughs> it's a it's a tie between. Oh, I don't know. I have lots of. Ooh, I've got a great big list of people who I'm like, if they knocked on the door, I'll run away with them. And sorry, Lee, bye. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. there's there's all the old like archetypal ones. Got, like Angelina Jolie has always been one of the women of my dreams. Yeah. And look, there's too many women. I can't even go through them. But men. Yeah. It's between two, and I don't know how to say one of them names properly and I've never got my head around it but one of them is one of them is Jack Black (laughs) (gasps) same Same. I would marry him tomorrow same Same. I fucking love Jack Black yeah I fucking love Jack Black yeah he is have you seen the videos he's been doing through lockdown so earlier in the year he's done did you see him do the WAP video yes oh my god he's just my ex took me to see Tenacious D and it just yeah he he's yeah my mum and my sister both know that I have a real penchant for the black I was gonna say for Jack Black (laughs) yeah Yeah. mate he's he's just so funny and daft and like even when he's in stupid shit acting roles like in the holiday you're like oh Oh my god I I love him like he and and he would fuck Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know. <laughs> but also, he would make love. Yeah, 
I just, oh, I just, to me, that is like, if you were going to say, I mean, I don't even want to get married ever in my life, but if someone's like, husband material, it's Jack Black. Jack Black. Who's your other one? My other one is, he's actually in How I Met Your Mother, but that's not why I love him. Is uh, is it Jason's, do you say it's Seagal? Seagal? I don't know how you say his surname. Yeah, is it Jason Seagal? I never hear it. Yeah. Jason because otherwise it sounds like Seagull. Yeah, but he's in um he's in like uh, uh 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 what's it called forgetting Sarah Marshall and like I think he's stuff. one of the least attractive movie stars. He I is it because of his humor? I just find him really funny, and I really mm-hmm. like kind of as you can probably tell from this. I really like kind of homely guys. I don't want to go out with a guy yeah, who's all yeah. so I I quite like going out with guys that are a bit goofy. Yeah, um, or I would quite like. To, I mean, my current partner is not goofy in that way, but I think it's. Um, yeah, and also you like got a, a bit of a dad bod. <laughs> I like a dad bod. I like a dad bod. Yeah, so Jason, Jason's got the dad bod down as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Oh, they're very cute answers, actually. I like those. And um, what is your biggest turnoff in a potential mate? <sighs> I think it's probably people being judgy, people being judgmental. Oh. I think it's probably up there for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I think it's. Um, I, I pride myself nowadays on on being very open-minded and non-judgmental about mm. things and I think that if I see that in another person I'm immediately like I don't no don't trust you <laughs> you're someone that is very you give everyone a chance and also you've chosen to walk down paths that are non-traditional in every way, sense of your life so yeah. I'm sure that you come into contact with a lot of people who are like oh you do what or, yeah, <laughs> and there's a difference between curiosity and judgment. Yeah, like, yeah, like I, I love knowing about your life just because I know that I can't do that. But it's that kind of yeah, living vicariously through yeah. it. But then I couldn't understand that there's probably people that are fucking mean, but yeah, passive, oh, yeah. but passive aggressive. Oh yeah, people who. So I mean, the thing, what <laughs> you you know that my my lovely ex boyfriend, but a lot of the friends that I used to have were shared with him yeah um and even though there's no kind of animosity there I think it just reached a point where I'd you know he was off living you know new life new partner which yeah. is absolutely lovely and I'm off doing the same thing but my lifestyle was no longer conducive to that social group I could yeah. talk about it in front of people and you kind of get a bit of a face or a bit of a it almost mm. feels like mocking and I think mm. I don't blame them for that because they you know they people live their lives in different ways have different experiences and therefore they perhaps don't understand what it's about or what it looks like but they won't learn either because they don't want to hear about it so and I know yeah. some people don't and that's fine but we I mean we always say in, in you know we've got loads of lovely lovely friends it's probably the best thing about non-monogamy for, for me it's been or for us is that probably the only friends that Lee and I have made together as a couple that mm. we didn't bring with us mm. as individuals are people from the sort of world of non-monogamy and, yeah. you know, this sort of sex positive, you know, feminist group yeah, of things that yeah, we go yeah. to. And and that's been amazing because suddenly you just, you've just got this group of friends where you really can say anything yeah. and they're just, it's fine. No one's going to like jump down your throat. No one's going to make mm-hmm. a snidey comment. And it's a really nice environment to be in where you can feel free to kind of like explore things and say things and, I, you know, I really, really value as much in that world the friends that I've made as what it does for our relationship. Like, I think it's... Totally. And I think if you're coming from a place of openness, whatever that looks like, whether that is you have joined a debate team or yeah. whether you are into non-monogamy, you're coming from a place of, I'm open. I, I can look at all the angles. All yeah, yeah, yeah. So, quite the pun in there. But yeah. <laughs> 
but but I think that that probably is it. There's people who are open and they want to get to know each other. And, you know, there are people in the world that would be like, oh, I can't even speak to someone that I've had a one night stand with. And yeah, yeah. It, it's very everyone's coming out from from different ways. But but yeah, I think that's really beautiful. And I'm the same. I have friends that I've made from Tinder. Yeah. And it's just that you've got on and then at some stage you've gone, oh, well, this isn't for me, but I think you're fucking fab. Yeah, because there's a you know, reason you got on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sure. Um, I really like that answer. I really like that answer. Um, what red flags should I look out for with you, Jen? Oh, I'm a lazy bitch. <laughs> 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 I'm such a lazy bitch. <laughs> um, oh, I love that. I, I love that you like everyone else is like, Mm, oh, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, mate, I've I've got loads on standby. No, I'm I can be quite lazy. I can procrastinate quite a lot, and I I've got this like penchant <laughs> for finding myself a partner who's very proactive and gets on with shit. And so as a result, I try and be a bit like, yeah. oh, I'll just ease into this life where they start just doing everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. To be fair, I think one of the good things, another good thing about Lee, I'm very, I'm full of, I'm full of praise for him today. It's very strange. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think, I think it's a nice thing that you're with someone that you like. I think that's probably quite yeah. a positive thing. He's all right. Yeah, no, he. One of the good things about him is that he is very proactive. Like he'll never put something off when he can just do it now. And I'm the total opposite. I'm yeah. like a textbook procrastinator because I like, you know. I, that's just what I'm like but he um you know he's very happy to get up in the morning make me a cup of tea every morning and like that's mm. really really nice but at the same time he's probably the only sort of of my of my relationships in my adult mm. life he's probably the only one that has like gone right Jen stop the bullshit every so often where he's kind of gone yeah it'd be nice if you actually did something around the house but for a change <laughs> I know you and I know that you like that I do I lot. need it I need yeah. it that's why it's good yeah. I think that's because my my ex well I mean <laughs> I mean my, my ex-girlfriend and I were not in a very sort of domesticated situation when we were together but mm. I think I did stuff just she was very good at sort of doing the washing up and doing jobs whereas I would do all the cooking just because she couldn't cook and then yeah. my previous boyfriend did everything and I just was a lazy cow and I was, yeah. I was <laughs> this is um, it like you could just easily walk all over yeah someone. and he just he would get annoyed but he wouldn't it wouldn't change anything whereas I think now um having someone at this point he's like every so often is like right come on <laughs> sort it out cow now get off yeah, your yeah, yeah. and I do need that and that's good yeah. but yeah I am lazy lazy fair fair <laughs> me too I'm like weirdly I'm weirdly proactive and domesticated but a lazy fuck as well like that's mm. my natural setting is watch all of uh Married at First Sight Australia <laughs> in the space of a few days yeah um so Jen yeah you're on death row oh yeah you killed someone who have you killed and why and then what are you chowing down on uh before you're killed on death row I can tell you what my meal is just immediately because I think this is something I think about a lot. So I've Good. got it on hand. This is why um, we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a starter, so I'm going for a full three course thing. Yeah. It's going to be mozzarella dippers from TGI Fridays. <laughs> but, but 
but so this is like my junk food love so yeah. it's, it's mozzarella differs from tgi fridays but they come with the marinara sauce you don't want that throw that out what sure. you want is they do a jack daniels barbecue glaze for their chicken you right. ask for a little thing of that have oh, it with your mozzarella crack okay. it that's a starter slightly Next less thing. basic bitch i like that yeah <laughs> Yeah. Still pretty basic. Um, <laughs> for my main, I would have chicken and waffles with syrup and gravy from Absurd Bird, because that is one of Ooh, my favourite meals. See, I like out. really nice posh food, but I also like utter trash that tasted, yeah. so I'm going for that. Um, and for Pud, I would have, and I can't remember which place it was from, but I once had an Oreo and peanut butter cheesecake Fuck somewhere. my life, yeah. It was oh god it was heart disease on a plate but it was so good and mm. i would have that for pudding perfect yeah so oh, who, okay. who have you killed and why oh, i would love to say some really noble thing that i would get like you know kill someone who's really evil or whatever i'm gonna say something that's way more petty and makes it sound far good. more like i would actually murder someone but good. obviously i wouldn't but well, it's not it's not petty but it's a bit closer to home than like a famous person basically your dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we can't tell anyone what he saw on whatsapp yeah. <laughs> um, basically i have a friend who is very very dear to me and that friend has recently been hurt by somebody who mm. and I've, I've been willing to give many excuses to over a series of incidents but he's he's, he's gone one too far this time so that Did you guy. See your friends going out with a cunt and you want to yeah. kill him. How are you going to kill him? Oh, um, put him through a meat grinder feet first. Oof! <laughs> that just came to me. That's really scary. Wow. <laughs> yeah, of course it just came to you. What's that on the wall behind you? That blueprint of someone's house. And, don't worry about uh, that. Don't a worry meat about that. grinder to the right there. But wow. You don't need to worry about that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah uh, f- fair enough yeah that guy feet first for a meat grinder don't fuck with my friends is the is the line here okay so jen final mm-hmm. question what's your funeral song oh oh this one's easy for me as well because my music taste is so limited i'm such an <laughs> uncool person when it comes to music <laughs> um it's got to be bow rap it's got to be bohemian rhapsody oh just because I have so many good memories of that song because I was in like a drama society at uni and I really, I didn't like uni that much, but those mm. people were kind of like my people. Yeah. And whenever we had sort of parties or nights out or anything, just the memories of everyone singing all the parts and all the harmonies and screaming at the top of their voice to it is just like pure joy to me. And I think I would just want like a big epic sing-along thing. I like that. that. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. I remember being in a, in a drama group and uh, they were doing that song. <laughs> I must have been about, what, like 10, 11? I'd never heard that song before. Really? Yeah, because my my mum, the music she listened to, it was all very cool. Uh, so I missed out on, like, Elton John. Mainstream um, stuff. Queen, all that. Like, it was all, like, reggae, ska, Motown, um, oh, so much soul. <laughs> there's, like, stuff that, like, and, and there's, like, real kind of bits missing like actually I remember us being in uh, the sixth form common room and they put Elton John's greatest hits on and I was like I don't know half these songs <laughs> like I really didn't know them but yeah oh see see Bev was much more mainstream it was kind of for her it I was... like them now though 
I love oh them. yeah I love it's what I listen to when I get in the car like it just I just there's something about like the epic of it that makes yeah. me feel good like I just like all the noise but it's so musically very a cacophony oh, just, if you will oh yeah I just, I just love a it a cacophony for your coffin <laughs> well that's out there now you can't take that back <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> So, Jen, after our date, would you say that our platonic love will blossom into romance? Will our shared dating trauma set the scene for a one night stand? Or are you going to ghost me after discovering way too much information? I don't believe in ghosting. I reckon we'd have a cracking one night stand. But also, I reckon that we would be in the category of people who made friends on dating apps and then stayed friends after as well. So I'm going, can I have that option? (laughs) <laughs> well yeah you can have one night stand and then it's up to us how we take that and then, forward. We're, and then we stay mates that's what i'm going yeah to. yeah <laughs> Woo! let's do it uh, <laughs> no let's not i actually couldn't because it, I, no i mean we're, we're not at the point of our relationship now where we yeah. could actually do that it would ruin Absolutely everything not. oh we've God. grown out of that not teenagers yeah, anymore yeah. <laughs> um, Jen, no let's go it? for the friend option but no ghosting ghosting is wrong ghosting is wrong what hey amen amen and hallelujah um jen have you had a nice time i have had a nice time thank you have you had a nice time i've had a bloody lovely time yeah it's been it's been an absolute dream thank you so much i'll pop a lovely little picture of jen on the instagram page and you can go and follow her she also has a page for her dogs she's that person (laughs) thank you so much to everyone for listening i really appreciate it if you think someone would enjoy this podcast please send it to them you can do all the usual tripes such as uh follow us on spotify rate subscribe review on apple and please give the guys at digit music a follow and look at all the amazing work they're doing jen thank you so much again and I'll be back in a few weeks' time as Dating My Mates is having a wee break. So enjoy re-listening to the episodes, enjoy not having to listen to the episodes, enjoy sharing the episodes, and I'll see you then. Thank you. Goodbye, my lover.